Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. I had a wardrobe malfunction oh, at a wedding boy. I was teaching the other night, and it could have been so much worse. My belt broke. Oh. And I've never had this happen. The belt buckle just broke off the end of the belt. <laughs> and I'm like, nothing says that you need to put the beaver nuggets down <laughs> and that you need to like get a little exercise in. Oh, man. And the fact that my belt was like, Ugh, I give up. <laughs> what you like? Did you, did it happen after you ate? Yeah. Well, I, uh, no, it okay. happened two days in a row. I had forgotten that it happened on Friday as well. But. Like, I was taking Jackson to Dogtown downtown on Friday. Yeah. And I went to get out of my truck, and I felt this popping noise. I'm like, what was that? (laughs) And just my belt buckle, because it clamps onto the end of the belt. I don't know how to quite explain how the buckle works. I'm like, oh, so I put it back on and reclamped it. Um, But anyway, I've had this belt for years, never happened before. And this did happen the same day where when I put the thing in the hole, I go, ooh, that's a little tight. Yikes. And that preceded the belt buckle breaking. I, I'm probably right now, I'm going to, I'm not, people are going to roll their eyes at this. I'm probably the heaviest I've been in a couple of years. Like, okay. I feel like I personally have goals to kind of get it together. Yeah. And people are like, you look fine. I'm like, you've not seen me naked. That's all I'm going to well, say. Well, I think that you do look fine. But Thank it you. Is, I also think that it is your your personal um, goal. Uh, your goal. Perception. And it's, uh, yeah, it's what you would like your body to look like that matters. The most. I'll tell but, you exactly yeah, what I want. I'll not- tell you, <laughs> I know I'm doing okay, yeah. but I do hold high standards for myself. You do. And I will just say this, a bunch of my clothes that like mostly t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, at this point, I can't quite wear them right now because these shirts hold me pretty accountable. Not this particular shirt okay. that I'm wearing I'm right look, now. I feel I'm like looking. this is okay. Yeah. But there's other shirts that like, if I'm like five, six, seven pounds heavier, they get a little snug around the side and it looks like I've just been eating cake for a week. I'm just saying, <laughs> I know this is my, Again, this is to me. you, it looks that it's way. It's to me. Yeah, well, uh, I, I think, don't, you yeah. know, yeah, people could tell me all day long That's that you fine. look fine. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Yeah. As a words of affirmation person, please tell me that. Yeah. But um, it, anyway, so the belt buckle breaking, <laughs> I was like, oh, geez. Jesse, come on. Time now. to get back at the gym. Time to stop skipping oh. the meal prep. Meanwhile, Anna's over here. I'm gorging on Reese cups. Someone left in the uh, kitchen at work. Which, but so. by the way, why did somebody put all those that candy in the kitchen? It's almost I don't like know. they didn't want to have they it in their office. Stop because you I might know. have self control. I do not have self control. And every time I've passed that basket today, I've picked up a new piece of candy. And I've got a somebody needs to stop bringing that. I think in. I'm going to go in there and get that candy and just throw it away. Well, hold on! Don't do that. Or maybe I'll just find no. somebody's office to put it in. Like, we just gotta get out of there. Yeah, it's just it's a bit ridiculous. Honestly, it's a little always, rude. It really is. There's always treats. We got summer right around the corner. There's this there's is, multiple boxes of donuts yeah. in the kitchen today. I think summer 2023 bod is a little on the thicker side. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you are so proud. <laughs> a little curvy this summer. All right. There's nothing wrong with that. Rolling with the... Rolling? Oh, no. I did not mean that that way. All right. Let's look at you. Abort. Abort. (laughs) I 
lost the derby bet I made with Jesse, yeah. which means I had to say the word moist at a big work meeting that we had this morning, mm. um, which I did do. And we have that audio that we'll play in a second. Right, Jesse? Well, yeah, I've okay. got it ready. I can't okay. wait to play it. We recorded the meeting because I knew that she was going to have to say the word moist yeah. at some point. And Pretty it would much be very the, I would like to say it's not my fault. I try, I'm never betting on a horse race ever again, first of all. I did my best to research. I got numerous things wrong throughout the entirety of this bet that Jesse and I made over the horses. I couldn't say names right. Some of the horses were scratched. Then I finally find a real good horse that was considered to be like one of the winners, Forte. Mm-hmm. And Saturday, I was here on air. I'm talking about it all morning, and a listener messages me, and like, uh, Forte got scratched. The big special horse. It was like a stunning, shocking turn of events. And uh, so I had to make a second choice. And with that, Jesse ended up winning the bet. Yeah. Two, Two fills, fills was who I had. And he did way better than Confidence Game. And because of that, because Anna lost the bet, I said, if you lose in our meeting in front of our boss and all these other bosses and all these other coworkers, you just have to work in the word moist, however you want. And this is how it went down. By the way, the topic at hand when we were in this meeting before you you said it was chafing in the uh, Flying Pig Marathon. All right, here we go. Loom deodorant is about... Okay. Yeah, if it gets moist, <laughs> you'll start chafing. You use the word moist. Those are some of our bosses. Anna, use the word moist. It, it just was like crickets after you said it. Like, yeah, it was give us a second or two. I couldn't even look at you. <laughs> I had my head in my hands. People were like, what's wrong you. with Jesse? And I'm known to, I, I guess you could say, I'm known to sometimes just throw out r- completely random things, but that one was, nobody knew that I had lost a bet and I had to say that. that. So part. it didn't make sense that to That was everybody. my favorite absolute part of the whole thing. <laughs> it was just uncomfortable. You're just like, I didn't have video of it. I was oh, like, no. oh, it'll be really, uh, it'll clue people in if I set a tripod up. Yeah. I can't exactly we do that. We didn't want so. anyone to know. Well, good work. You did as good as you can and you honestly yeah. did it at the right time based on the... <laughs> Content matter. I was so anxious. I know. Oh, no, I was anxious for you. I was freaking out. I am so sick of showers. Not the bathing kind. We're talking baby showers, wedding showers. It's my first house shower, whatever the heck kind of a shower that you're having. I'm sick of them. They have gotten, it's just, it's ridiculous. What's okay, the, what, so, what happens at a shower? I don't go to. I don't get invited to exactly. showers. Exactly, it's something that only women have to deal with, and it's just it's gotten so out of hand. So here's the deal. Earlier today, my older sister texted me, and she was like, "Hey, we need to start planning a wedding shower for our soon-to-be sister-in-law. Okay. Our brother's getting married this sure. fall." And I'm like, Ugh, "Great." Another one. There are so many women in my family that I've done this my whole life. Showers are you invite a bunch of women over to somebody's house and you eat snacks and you play these cheesy games like, guess if your husband said this or if it was a celebrity. Like, just you had me up to the cheesy game. Why? Why do those have to happen? Do they or do they? You're asking me. Why do they? Well, be the change. Make the change. Because you, everything, (laughs) snacks, hanging out with a small group of people, cool. To cut the cheesy games out. Cut the cheesy games out. It's still, it's just like one of those things where you get all these women together and some of us, like, we got to invite her family. Then we got to invite our family. And then it's like some of her friends. And it's awkward because you don't really know everyone, but it's like what you're supposed to do. And then you sit there and watch them open all the gifts that you brought. And it's like boring because they got a toaster oven and nobody cares. And they're probably going to return half of the stuff anyways because no one even bought them what they wanted. 
And and you know another thing too, because this is a rant, so hold just hold on tight. You're kidding. Yeah, another thing. <laughs> Is that the only people who get these showers are people who get married and people who have babies. Who cares? Like, oh. that's, it's beautiful. Sure, let's celebrate them and buy them gifts. But like, so what if you never get married and you never have a baby? I'm nowhere near getting married. Okay. I don't, know, I don't know if Hold I'm having babies. Uh, don't do, okay. So I never get a shower? Hmm. Go ahead. With all due respect, I'm sensing jealousy. Thank you. I'm sensing jealousy right now. It's not jealousy. It's just. What about you, right? The, the, the follow-up sentence is, what about me? <laughs> what about Anna? Why doesn't Anna get any? You, uh, have, a bir- you have a birthday coming up. So does but here's else. the thing. But here's the thing. It's it's tradition. Like these things happen for people that are getting married and think people that are uh, having a baby. That's that's how it goes, right? So why are you? I mean, people get retirement parties when they retire, and you haven't retired yet, and you haven't gotten a party. So are you jealous of that too? Here's the problem: we don't have a retirement shower before the retirement party. I'm coming to the wedding. I'll bring a gift. We'll have a party then. Why are we having multiple? I'm not going to accept showers that, that, before the, the party. It's like for the pre parties before the party. Like what? We're having a wedding. I, Isn't I, that enough? I agree with you. We should de cheese these parties, right? Well, I'm yeah. not on board with that. I DJ weddings from time to time, and there's not a lot of cheese that happens anymore. Yes. Okay. All the corniness yes. mostly has been taken out, which I'm completely on board which with. Is great. But this whole like whatever you guys are doing at these this pin the tail on the donkey or whatever it's, is happening might as well we probably do cut that out like I don't okay. I don't so tell me this if we are going to the wedding and this is for all people this is not about my future sister in law this is all people who have showers we're going to the wedding right sure. don't people all bring guests to the wedding you should okay uh-huh. so why do we need to have an extra day. That with all this awkwardness and take yeah. everybody get together. Okay. When we're all showing up to the wedding, we're going to bring our gifts there. We're going to have a party there. We're going to dance. We're right. going to eat. We're going to. What's okay. the. I'll give you this. Do you get it? Like, you know what? what? It, the shower is supposed to be a special thing for that person, I'm assuming, right? So maybe yes. you don't give them a gift for that. You give them, you, you, you handcraft something. You make something what? that doesn't. I don't know what to tell you. I don't you know. You don't know because you don't have to go to them. I don't. If you were going to showers your whole life, you'd probably feel the same way. You'd be like, this is out. It's out of hand. Why don't you just really? take their wedding gift split in half? Like, here's it's, $25 here. <laughs> You'll get your other 25 at your wedding. It's not about the money. It's not about the money or the gift. It's All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world, and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms, and you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's about like, why do we have to plan this special separate? Go ahead. Sorry, got to ramp your ramp up. All right. Rant up. I'm cut off. We cut you off in five minutes usually. <laughs> oh. uh, Jamie's on the phone. Jamie, do you agree with Anna? Uh, yes, I agree with Anna. Like, especially the baby showers, ones that have one for every baby they have. 
it's cr- oh. uh, now there's sprinkles. It's like now we gotta have a baby sprinkle because what they already have the shower. Oh, it's yeah, like a have mini a baby shower. Reveal, and then the men have one. I didn't get you pregnant ten times. Yeah. Oh dang! <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like I don't have any kids. I have none. Yeah, yeah it's I mean, they have a shower for everything. Everyone does. Can I ask a dumb question? I, like I've I've not. Uh, so what do guys do during these showers? They're just not present. No. Well, they then now they have gender or the men have showers that bring diapers. You're supposed oh. to have a diaper shower. Yeah. That sounds boring. Do <laughs> you understand? And then don't even don't even forget about the gender reveal. So we've got a gender oh, reveal. Then we've got a baby shower. Then we've got okay. the birth of the baby. It's like where does it? And go? then and then guess what? Birthdays. Baby's turning one. Yeah. Gotta like, keep buying gifts. It's not my kid. I Sorry, can't Anima, keep up. Anima, what's your name? <laughs> <laughs> Anna. Uh, a human life's a commitment. Anna. It's like I don't know what to well, tell you. Then. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I'm with you, Jamie. Right. It's, it's out of control, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, thank you for calling. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Jesse apparently has a list in his phone all about my birthday. Dude. We were talking earlier, and I'm like, yeah, don't forget, you know, uh, May 25th, that's my birthday. Like, I'm just letting you know. And he was like, oh, yeah, no problem. I've got a list in my phone uh, just for your birthday. Like, yeah, and then I felt bad for it? saying it because I basically... Um, you can't tell. I me, can't I really guess. tell you, right. but it tells you that I, I'm planning something, I suppose. And uh, when it comes to secrets for birthdays and stuff, I try to keep everything quiet. Yeah, I like to go for the ultimate surprise. All and right. me by even informing you that I have a list of things, kind of hinted to the fact that something might be happening. Well, you know, I'm clueless, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any ideas in my. If head. it was the other way around, um, I would already know the gifts that you would purchase for I, me. You'd yeah. just be like. You're like, so do you like this thing I that about, I saw on the internet yeah, and you would have purchased it? Just about gave it away for your birthday. I just, I keep, I have lists for multiple people. Uh, <laughs> I have the list for you. When it comes to like the holidays and stuff, I write down the names of all my family members, yeah. and, you know, possible things. It's just, I can't, can't quite keep thing in, things in my brain all the time. So I have to okay. put them down. The girl I'm dating, I have a running list of like uh, things she likes, places she wants to go, places she has said to me, oh, we should go try that at one point. I'm like, oh, let me put it in my list so I don't forget. Wow. Whether she knows about it or not, like it's in there. It's actually it's actually a great idea. Or because- I'll just like look ahead too. I'm like, oh, coming up like, you know, in July or uh, September, there's this show at the Aronoff that, oh, I think we should go to. And it's I don't even like talk about it right away. It's just so that I can like get a, a head. I, I, I just, it's there. So you can go back and look when you need to. Does the, the girl that you're dating, does she know that you have this list for her? Oh yeah, she knows. She Because I mentioned <laughs> it at one point and she, so now she kind of jokes with me a little bit. She goes, oh, I don't even know. She'll say like, oh, you sure that's not in your list already? Or <laughs> sure you don't want to add that to your list right now? And I'm like, stop, stop making fun of my list because she's probably impressed by it's, it. <sighs> I'm going to need her to vocalize that. I'm going to need I, her to be like, I like your list. Well, no, maybe no, no, she, no, I'm I, as a woman, I don't want to speak for her, but as a woman, I'm going to guess that she probably thinks it's impressive and it probably makes her feel good because then she knows that you're keeping track of that stuff. So she might have a little more faith in you. When, well, when something comes that's up, she's like, well, true because I can have a tendency to um, in one ear, out the ear type thing. Sometimes yes. I'll forget things, even <laughs> yes. though I pride myself on trying not to be like that. There are times where it's simply proven that I just wasn't listening. Sure. <laughs> so I think me keeping a list is a protective measure on my part to try to avoid that Those, reputation. Okay. Being like, okay, you did tell. Like, it'll be little things like uh, <laughs> she'll be like, uh, 
uh, I'm going on a trip in um, September. I'm going to go into this place in this week. And I'll go, when was that again? And I'll put it in the list. <laughs> I keep track of everything. Okay. Just that's, because I, mean, I try not to, you know what I mean? No, I do. I'm a list person. I, I can't say that I'm like you, though. Do you have any other um, lists for me? Uh, Besides my birthday? Like, I don't. Oh, Anna. I did keep a list of Anna-isms for a little bit. Oh, <laughs> um, oh wait, do you have that? Anna, I did. I, I found one again the other day. Uh, oh, no. I started. Anna-isms are Anna doesn't like dead space, like a lack of I don't of like speaking. silence. So, so Anna, I found Anna would just say things to fill the uh, fill the time up. Hold on, I'm looking through my... Uh, <laughs> oh, no. It, 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 okay, I, I did have so a list you... of Anna-isms, but I started writing them down so I wouldn't forget what they were. I'm going to have to find it. I'll just know. say little things like, uh, sometimes they're not even things I made up, but I'll be like, another day, another dollar. Like, just out of the yeah. blue. And Jesse it, it, calls it, them Anna-isms. Yeah, because they, it's like, right. that wasn't necessary, what you just said. I so I have an Anna birthday list, an Anna-ism list. That's it. Maybe I'd better make a list for Jesse. What would yours oh, be? Oh, here. I found, oh, okay. all right. Let's hear Anna-isms. It. Oh, I've never even told you about these. No. Here we go. And I'm going to read in the Anna voice. Here we go. Oh, boy. God bless them. <laughs> Okay. okay. Who knows what you're talking about? Sure. And another one was, being an adult is just really hard. <laughs> okay. Like, I said, all right. Sounds about right. I agree. Um, all righty. That's well, it. Well, that's kind of interesting. Those are the two lists for cool. Anna. All right. I like it. I gave my nieces lip gloss that caused an allergic reaction um, on them. And they're okay. Everybody's okay. It wasn't, you know, that serious. But mm-hmm. uh, my godson, my nephew, made his first communion over the weekend uh-huh. and we're at church and my nieces, they are what, three and four years old. And the first thing they want to do when they see me is they want to look inside my purse. They think it's so exciting that they, that I have a purse. They know I have makeup in there. They love makeup. So this yesterday when I'm getting ready to go to church, I was prepared for it. And I'm like, Ooh, I'll bring this lip gloss with me because I know they're going to want it. I'll bring it with me and I can give it to them right away. They'll be so excited. So we sit down and they're like, Oh, lip gloss. And I'm like, yep, I brought this just for you. And I put it on. I didn't think about the fact that it's it is a lip plumping lip gloss. And Jesse, you're looking at me like, what the heck does that mean? That's a thing. Lip. I'm not a scientist, but lip plumping lip gloss. Pretty much what it does is it almost it, it's guess. almost like giving your lips an allergic reaction to make them look like nice and juicy. And this is a thing. Like there's there's chemicals they put in lip gloss to pump those lips up. Yeah, it just it makes your lips look nice. As an, it's never it doesn't hurt you. Like it's totally fine. It just, just your calm. lips will feel kind of tingly. I guess I did Is not it? know. I I mean I don't use chapstick. Yeah, I don't do. I don't. I don't put anything on my yeah, lips. It's like a, it's, it, this I don't is know. Interesting. It's a thing no. that girls use. So anyways, oh. I didn't think about that fact. So my niece has put it on a little while later. My niece, Evelyn is like, my lips are burning. I don't think I like this lip gloss. And I'm like, oh no. I realized what I did. She's wiping it off. She's wiping it and it gets on her cheeks. Her cheeks are red. Then my niece, Sayla, I look at her and she's got it like smeared on her cheeks and she's got red marks on her cheeks. My brother-in-law, their dad, is sitting next to me, and he's like, dude, what's up with their face? <laughs> I'm like, this is all during church. And I'm like, uh, I gave them lip gloss, and I think they might be having an allergic <laughs> Is this a thing? Do people it? get allergic to these things? No, it's not severe. Like, it went away within, it went away by the time church was over. It's just, it's no. for a period of time, and as a little kid, they feel this, like, burning and tingling. I would not like that. So they're kind of freaking out, but it. 
I gave him chapstick. I was like, here, put this chapstick on. Maybe that'll soothe it. <laughs> I've never really had yeah, allergic reactions to anything, but I did have a reaction that involved my face and a burning sensation as a child. And it was, um, it was, uh, Think like pepper spray. So my parents, oh my we kind of lived on a farm. Yeah. They would ride horses a lot and they make this spray that you can spray. I guess at dogs, if a dog runs up to the horse, you scare the dog away. It's a defense thing. It's not think, pepper spray? Think like bear spray. Oh, I believe it was some sort of pepper spray. I think it was okay. called dog spray. I don't know. Yeah, but like if spray. you're up on a horse and a dog comes, you don't want that horse freaking out. So you got to get that dog to get away. Yeah. Anyway, I found a can of it out in our barn and I picked it up. I was really bored yeah. that night. There's nothing. I picked it up out of this box. I'm like, oh, what's this? Didn't even think of it. Put it back in the box. And I guess on the way back to the house, I rubbed my eyes oh, and no. my eyes were burning for like an hour. Yeah. Next thing I know, I'm like face first in the sink. My stepmom's <laughs> rinsing my eyes out. I'm like, what I do? what I do? And it was just the residue on the can. Oh, that's painful. And that wasn't they, even like, yeah, it wasn't no, even sprayed in my eye. Yeah, but that's like if you chop up a spicy pepper, Yeah, wash your hands instantly. Yeah, they're... they're the reaction lip gloss wasn't that bad. What are I'm we going to sure do here? To make sure they don't get in your purse anymore. I think I'm going to go to the store and buy some kids lip gloss that I just carry with me. So whenever I see them, I'm like, okay, here you go. I know this is safe. Here's some Kid safe friendly. stuff. Sorry, there won't be any lip plumping. Uh, probably no lip plumping, but oh my safe for use. Yeah. yeah. And to the year. <laughs> I know. I felt so bad. On a Friday night, we got to go to Shenandoah at Lori's Roadhouse. Yeah. And there was one thing. We actually got to meet uh, the lead singer of the band, Marty. Marty. And there was one thing that Marty asked Jesse to say when we went up on stage before the show to, to make stage announcements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he didn't do it. Yeah. So I was really excited. And I, we didn't even know we were going to meet him. We walked back there and he was tuning his guitar and everything. And he looks at me and he goes, hey, when you go up there, can you tell everybody that afterwards I'm going to come down front yeah. and sign things for people? Mm-hmm. Like autographs. And I go, absolutely, Marty. Can we get a photo real quick? Sure. And he was as nice as can be. So sweet. Very, very nice. He was poking fun at Anna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, we can agree on that. Per usual. <laughs> and then, again, just please let people know that I'm going to sign things afterwards. We go up and I did what I always do. And I just hyped the crowd up and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Did everything I was supposed to do. And then we got off stage and Anna goes, did you ever say that people, is he going to come down and sign things? Like mm, I'm like no. oh no <laughs> no and the, they were already on, they were already singing by that because I thought I totally forgot about it too otherwise I could have just chimed in while on stage and and said it but I totally forgot it was like well, five ten minutes later let's be honest Anna blacks out on stage she doesn't really <laughs> know what she's like <laughs> Gary Lavox will be here June sixteenth out of anxiety <laughs> not because of alcohol you got to specify oh, no, no. when you oh, say sure. Anna blacks out I'm on so stage sorry. I know there's let's an association specify there. that blackout as in I have anxiety so I I'm not focused. And I will just say, um, it wasn't that big of a deal. I mean, it wasn't, you know, nobody yeah. lost any money or anything. It's just nobody funny, did. though, because Marty know, was standing right on side oh, of the stage. Oh, he watched as we like, did, watching us as do I didn't do what he asked me to do. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I've known who you are for 30 plus years. I met you one time, and I've already let you down. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, Marty Raven of Shenandoah. I'm sure he was fine. But they sang Next to You. Oh, yeah. Anna, the one song she really wanted to hear was Next to You, Next to Me by Shenandoah. Yeah. And we were, it, they played it. It was the first song they played. And we were just yip-yapping with people backstage. I was so Anna upset. I know. I know. But, yeah. Oh, well. Great place great. for concerts. Gary LaVox, by the way, of Rascal Flats will be there June 16th. So uh, B105.com for more. 
Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. I got that jar right here. Uh-oh. We'll pull one of these questions out, and you have to answer it honestly and truthfully. We do this every single day, and we take turns. Uh, it's Anna's turn to answer a question out of the Truth Jar. Are you ready? I, don't, I feel a little extra nervous today. It's Monday. Go ahead. Let's choose the worst uh, the batch here. I okay. grab three of them. Uh, here we go. Anna, what is something you're ira- uh, you're irrational about? Uh, spiders. Sp- um, fear you, of spiders. A fear of spiders, but I think it's also it's just com- the fear is completely irrational. They're little. They're not going to do anything. And, and some people would beg to differ and say like, well, they could bite you and you'll get a spider bite. But do you know anyone who's died from a spider? Not even one. <laughs> Me either. So, uh, therefore, my fear is irrational. And you you haven't seen this yet, but I bring it up a lot. This building, I don't know what other people's uh, places of work is like, but the fact that we don't have any spiders in this building is just mind-boggling to me. My last radio station that I worked at was in the middle of a field in the middle of nowhere, mm. and there were massive spiders, like like. Bigger than about the size of like three quarters, four quarters. Like it, they were huge. Okay, they were brown and they had long legs, and they would just pop out of nowhere. And I am so afraid that I cannot contain my fear. Uh, Blood curdling screams in the middle of the office. Your voice is shaking right now because I just talking about it. I'm like, that was a crazy time of my life. The spiders. Um, I would like scream bloody murder and. It got to the point where my the first few times it happened, my coworkers are like, "Okay, Anna, that was maybe a little dramatic," and I'm like, "No, <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm serious." And then when they realized that it uh, that's just how I react, they kind of got used to it, and they're like, "Where is it?" You know, they'd hear my scream, and they're like, "Where's it at?" And they'd come and kill it because they knew that I was not going to. Um, but we don't have them here, and I'm just I'm so thankful for that. Sounds I, like, I um, look around. I'm like, "Are they? Are they here? No, no spiders." I feel like this needs to be addressed, like a, um, like some sort of like face your fears thing. Like October, obviously a great month for that with Halloween yeah, and all really those is. things. And this comes from a man that has experience. I have a lot of experience facing things that I don't like. Yeah, forcefully well, in many instances, because I've told you I'll just rattle off the things I don't like: critters, yeah, fish, snakes, yeah. Those three things, I for a number of different reasons, and I've had to. Uh, Encounter all of them up close and personal. And the weirdest snakes are the worst. The weirdest one is the time I had the snake put around my neck. And then it it was a part of the agreement that had to go down my shirt. No, no. And I screamed the highest pitch scream. I have it somewhere. um, That uh, it was pretty awful. But I will tell you this. It didn't get worse than that. Once I screamed. uh, Here, let me play. I found it. Here you go. That sounds about like me when a spider enters the room. But by the time I was done that day, I I was just, I, I picked it up in my hands and I just held it and I lifted its tail up and I'm just like, I'm not scared of this thing. I would be now because I've had yeah, nothing to do with them been in five a while. years. I don't know. Uh, I've attempted to, uh, I went to a pet store with a tarantula and I, I agreed that I would uh, hold it and, and then I wouldn't. I refused. I could not. I couldn't do it. They set it on my knee and I couldn't. I had to look away. They set it on. I was sitting on the floor across and they set it on my knee and I had to look away. I was like, I don't know. I've tried. I have tried to face the fear. The snake thing. You're brave for that. I don't. I mean, I know you had to, but I'm like, you're brave. Sounds like more spiders are needed. Here's the problem. Here's the the problem (laughs) by doing this because sometimes the spider's life is in, in danger with your fear. So if you throw a tarantula, 
That's what the pet store. I, that's why I said I was like, I can't hold it. I can't do it. Like I'm going to injure the pet. It's, I it's can't, a goner. I cannot. No. I can't touch it. I don't know. I don't, you know what? You call it irrational. I don't. Re- I'm actually thinking. I'm with you. I'm on it. I, I get yeah. it. Fears are real. Fears are yeah. But maybe something. I need to get hypnotized. Okay. What? Well, I don't know <laughs> if right, I believe in all Jesse. that. Yeah, okay. I just don't. <laughs> all right. Another topic for another day. Another we topic sounds like truth jar for Wednesday. Uh, okay. Have you ever been hypnotized before? All right. All right. Uh, well, put it on the calendar, October. We'll be dealing I'm with this. I'm not putting anything on the calendar. Five months to go. Imagine your flight getting delayed or even canceled when you're out of town. And then there you go. You're responsible for paying for a hotel. You got to buy all this food. You got to find a new flight. Department of Transportation is working on some legislation that would then require airlines to compensate you, the passenger. I think so this is great. They're including, th- this means your meals, your hotels, your transportation, and your rebooking. They would pay you for all of that if you are stranded. I feel like that, somewhere. I mean, uh, that's the least they can do, especially if you, you know, the cost you give by your flight being canceled is not necessarily the hotel and the money and the food. It's maybe you needed to be back at work or maybe you gotta, you're you missing something work, important. Yeah. I did see something happen recently. Um, the girl I'm dating, she, because I drove her to the airport, this is a couple of weeks ago, that I guess her flight, let's just say, was supposed to take off at like 7 in the morning. Yeah. She got a text and she was sleeping, but it was like maybe an hour before the flight or an hour or so. Her flight had been bumped up to an earlier time, oh. which I'd never heard of. I never really thought flights could leave that early. And it wasn't like 15 minutes. It was like an hour or Whoa. an hour and a half early. So, what? And I'm like, so, that's crazy. That's insane. Yeah, because if, especially if you're sleeping. And she barely made it. She barely, or wow. she was able to, I don't know how she pulled it off, but she was able to get on a plane. But it was just like, oh my gosh, like all these people are affected. Like they can do that. They can go that early. Yeah, I know. I understand going a little late, but early. Yeah, I've not heard of that. I I don't have that much experience flying. I will say when I went to Greece and when I was coming back home, I was leaving Athens. My flight uh, that morning got canceled from Athens, Greece, mm-hmm. back to the United States. It got canceled that morning, and I was freaking out because I was with the, like I was on a tour group yeah. type of thing. I didn't have I don't know what to do. I don't know how to book a hotel in another country. And we ended up working it out, but I w- it was about almost 24 hours that I was jumping from airport to airport because of all the uh, different routes that it ended up having to take me just so I could get home. So I was like... There's a lot of stress I mean, involved. I was a zombie. Now, you've flown a little bit more than me, so let me ask then, if let's say your flight does get canceled, you're out of town, you're trying to come back home, your flight gets canceled, are you responsible to pay for everything that you would need? Is that how that works? I think sometimes if you're somewhere else, they'll they'll bus you um, to like a hotel or something. I, they'll try to rebook you on another plane, but if they can't do it, um, they'll I think they'll put you up in a hotel. I've never had that happen before, but they, and they might give you a voucher in the airport for a couple of meals. So they do try to take care of you, but some it's not enough. I don't think it's not great. So this no. uh, this rule, what I'm reading, it says it's the first time in U.S. history. That it would require airlines to compensate oh, passengers and cover expenses. It's been maybe optional. So maybe it's optional or maybe what they're doing is not that great. Yeah. I mean, one time I got delayed in an airport for like eight or nine hours. They kept like delaying it an hour and then another hour and another hour. And at one point they just brought out all of these snacks from the plane. It was all those Biscoff cookies, <laughs> Delta cookie. It was all like airplane snacks. Yeah. We're like, 
Man, this is better than nothing. But, yeah, I but guess. at that point, you're probably starving. Like, you need a meal. I know. Because you were expecting I to know. be one place. But- I, I can only have so many almonds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yes, I encourage I encourage that. I think that's a nice change to compensating people uh, more for those cancellations. Jesse and Anna's Emotion of the Day. Right, we wrap up our show. We look back on the day or the show. We decide what our emotion is based on that. I have one. Anna has one. Are you ready for mine? I'm ready. I'm feeling motivated. Ooh, yeah. why? Well, over the weekend, my belt buckle broke <laughs> yeah. twice. Ugh. And I thought to myself, you little potato, you, <laughs> you have been just poly. enjoying French fries and beaver nuggets <laughs> like it's nobody's business. <laughs> and I decided, you know what? I'm going to do better than that. Okay. And I'm doing okay, but I am going to do yeah. better than that. And I'm going to work out this morning. And I'm not going to do one of those 18 minute workouts in my basement, call okay. it a workout. I did about 40 minutes at home, and I feel really good about it, and I'm feeling motivated to, like, knock out even more this week. Just for perspective, lately, it's been about once, maybe twice a week, you know, doing a little bit of a workout. I'm I'm going to shoot for four days this week. Okay, let's do it. You can do it. summertime. Yeah. Summertime. It's just summertime. I'm motivated. What about you? All right. Uh, geez, I don't know. I'm feeling a little, uh, maybe irritated is the right word. I'm not sure. Mm. I, I don't even know. Yeah, You know, earlier, Jesse, I was talking to you and I mentioned how crazy the month of May, the month of June is for me. I'm like, I don't have a single day that is open. I'm busy every single day. Uh-huh. And, I, and Jesse's listening and he was like, oh, okay, okay. Are you really busy every single day? Or is, and then I quote, is this your anxiety talking? <laughs> I'm like, uh, oh, oh. And I say irritated, not with you, but more so at myself because you were right. And I'm like, okay, I was dramatic. You called me out. You You said every single day and I'm just going, is that possible? (laughs) Like, that's crazy if you're busy every single day. So that was just clarifying because I'm like, something tells me you're embellishing just a little bit. It it was dramatic for sure. Okay. So I felt irritated with myself that I... You were right that I let my anxiety like take hold of me like that. I'm like, listen, I got a busy couple of months. But there's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing I can't handle. It's going to be okay. Calm down, Anna. I think I narrowed it down to a couple of days this week specifically for you. I'm like, I think that's weighing on you a little bit just to use very busy days this week. But And so I turned two busy days for one week and I'm like, my entire year is inti- booked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, I have something to do every day in the month of May. For the rest of my life, I can't do anything ever again. I was going to be like... Can I see that calendar? Yeah. Because if there's not a dot on every day, I'm going to call you out for that. Is this your anxiety talking? <laughs> All right. Oh, gosh. Sorry, that's what my uh, therapist told me to ask you if you start acting like that. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, she, she didn't. didn't. <laughs> she would she didn't She'll have something different to say when I talk to her on Wednesday morning. Oh, you going to bring this up? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I'll bring something up. <laughs> sometimes, it's hard right. to, sometimes it's hard to fill however long we talk to you. 45 minutes. All 45. Right. Oh. 45. <laughs> hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.